Hey there and thank you for joining me today for Taking Back Her Brain with Love from Insecure Attachment Part 2. This podcast was inspired by the book Insecure in Love by Leslie Becker Phelps. I highly recommend that you get this book or have access to it. As you read this book, she provides exercises if you want to have a deeper understanding of your own attachment style. And she also shares how some people have attributes from more than one attachment style and what this could look like for you. On last week's podcast, I introduced words to know about insecure attachment, how it affects our brain, and what these behaviors look like when our attachment style has been activated. To summarize real quickly, People who experience insecure attachment experience primal panic, which is a actual nervous nervous response, the need and desire to have their attachment response met. And as a result, they have developed a cycle of a thought, feeling, behavior pattern that keep them in constant anxiety loop, where they never really feel worthy of love and end up believing the thought errors that their brain offers them causing a lot of problems in their relationships, in their dating life, and also causing them a lot of anxiety throughout all aspects of their lives. Remember, attachment style can change over the course of your life. That's what this podcast is here for too, right? To help you develop more secure attachment styles. Your um, attachment style can change over the course of your life, over the course of the relationships that you have, and of course using thought work. You can develop the traits to have a more secure attachment. But it takes awareness and understanding of what your attachment style looks like with you. And it takes time and practice. So I'm going to share what secure attachment is and then move on to um, preoccupied attachment. So secure attachment is someone who is able to be happy in love and they can experience the ups and downs of a relationship with logical reactions. They still experience all the human emotions of a relationship, the ups and downs, the goods, the bads, the highs, the lows, but they are able to know that their partner isn't going to just leave them over one argument. They don't experience the inner drama or turmoil that somebody with insecure attachment does. People who experience secure attachment have a strong sense of autonomy and self-worth and know they are lovable. 60% of humans have secure attachment. Today I'm going to be talking about what preoccupied attachment is and what it looks like. So if you are like me and the other 40% of the population who experiences insecure attachment, this podcast is for you. Preoccupied attachment. This attachment style is when you find yourself desperate for love. Those of us with preoccupied attachment look for our worthiness outside of us. And we are only worthy when we are being loved or in a relationship. We look to our partners to show us reassurance that we are worthy of love. We may have surface love, we may appear to be confident, but we have inner beliefs that we are not worthy of love. And that once someone really knows us, they will leave us. Unfortunately, these inner beliefs mess up our reality. As our brain constantly looks and searches for evidence that these subconscious beliefs are true, that we aren't worthy of love and that somebody will reject us and that they will leave us. These underlining beliefs mess with our interpretation of our partner's attention and our affection. 
what that means is that our brain looks for and interprets our partner's affection or attention and make it mean that they couldn't really love us, right? They couldn't, they don't love us enough. One of the challenging aspects of a preoccupied attachment is that we are so desperate for love and affection. We are always thinking about it. We are always yearning for it. But once we actually receive it, we don't know what to do with it because it doesn't fit our self-concept or our self-perception that no one could ever really love us. So we don't know how to take someone's attention, someone's loving words, somebody's doting words, right? Once someone truly loves us, we believe that they will leave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> once, some, once someone truly knows us, we believe they will leave. This is what our brain is constantly scanning for, for evidence to prove this belief to be true. So I'm going to pause here and share some strategies if you notice that this is you, if this sounds familiar. Our first step in developing a less preoccupied attachment style is to discover all these beliefs that we have around ourselves and our lovability. Then we work to develop a new self-concept around our worthiness and our lovability. However, we can't do this until we practice noticing what thoughts our brain is offering to us. And it's gonna look different for everyone, but it's going to be along the same lines of not feeling worthy of love, that nobody could love us, that eventually somebody will reject us or leave us. Write them down. Because this is what your brain is constantly looking for evidence for, and we have to train it to look for the opposite. Are you constantly looking for evidence that your partner is losing interest, that your partner is rejecting you, that your partner is going to leave, that your partner doesn't really love you or couldn't possibly love you? Write all of your thoughts about you and your lovability or your ability to find love down. The reason why I say write it down is then you know what to look for. You, when we write it down, our thoughts just come out. And when our thoughts just come out unfiltered, we are allowing our brain to show us its inner workings. And once we know what they are, we can become aware of when our brain offers us that thought. We can go back and be like, wait, this is my attachment style. This is my nervous response system telling me this. So now I'm gonna go back to explaining. As a person with preoccupied attachment, we have two inner beliefs working against us or against each other, really. We have a strong desire and need to be loved, fighting with our strong belief that we are not worthy of love. So we are constantly preoccupied with what our partner is doing or thinking about us or our relationship. Or for those of us that are single, we're constantly trying to find somebody to date, even if they're not really the person that we want to date. We are, we're constantly seeking love while rejecting it at the same time with the fear that it will never really work. Do you see how crazy that sounds? And I hate to use the word crazy, you guys, because I don't like to be identified as, oh, she's crazy, right? But I know that when my nervous response system is activated, I literally feel like crazy inside because my thoughts are not matching up. And why doesn't it work? right? Why doesn't this work for us? 
because we have a thought, belief, feeling, action pattern that proves our fears to be true. Because our brain has been so programmed to search for evidence that these thought errors about our lovability, about our worthiness, to be true. This is where our work lies, our deep work. We have to learn how to love ourselves and believe we are truly lovable. And none of that surface love for ourselves. None of that, oh yeah, I love myself. Oh yeah, I like spending time with myself. But the true deep work of knowing what your brain is currently saying and learning to change it. Summarizing Dr. Leslie Becker Phelps, people who experience preoccupied attachment use hyperactivating strategies to keep their attachment system, quote, turned on or activated. This looks like overreacting to problems, constantly scanning for possible problems in the past, present, and future, of course, creates creating a lot of negative thoughts and feelings of rejection, anxiousness, which then heightens our need for an attachment figure to, quote, reassure us that everything is okay. Our sensitivity to any possible signs of rejection unintentionally creates problems within our relationships, fights, and even distance ourselves from our partner within our intimate relationships. Because we not only have this fear of being rejected, we also underestimate our ability to cope with rejection, to cope with fear. We think that we can't do it, that we are going to die, right? We would never say this out loud, but our brain literally sends us a signal like, oh my gosh, we're going to die. And we literally feel like this in inherent like panic that, oh my God, we're going to die. We can't handle this. What if they do leave us? What if they don't really love us? We can't cope. But those are lies that our brain is telling us because we most definitely can cope. And that will be a future podcast on how to cope with these fears and rejections. As an adult, when our attachment system is activated, we do whatever we can to get our partner's attention. These actions that I just talked about were hyperactivating strategies, and they're how anxious people hyperactivate their attachment system. They are seen as cries for attention, and they become more intense when our partner does not meet them, often making us more upset and causing more problems within the relationships. We demand contact demand partners help help us in specific ways we become easily jealous or possessive right we could be in a brand new relationship and feeling all the highs but internally we are feeling major distress and believing that it won't last right so inside of us we have this anxious loop of oh i'm so excited oh my god it's going to end oh my god this is the best thing ever oh my god it won't last so we literally become dizzy with these beliefs so of course we are in a state of anxiety or panic. We don't know what inner peace looks like inside of a loving relationship. The problem with this belief is that we are constantly self-verifying, which means we are not lovable or worthy of love. And we're verifying it with our past relationships, with our current um, interpretations that our brain is giving us. Then we're selectively interpreting our partner's actions to be unloving or not caring enough. 
and we believe our confirmation biases that eventually they will leave us. So if we have all of this going on in our brain, how could we ever be calm, right? How could we ever just be at ease in a relationship? How could we ever be present, right? That is the hardest thing for us. We can't be present because we are in consciously and subconsciously just ready for it to end and trying to prove our love through actions. This ends up with us believing the story our brain is giving us. It leads us to seeing our partner or even a potential partner as untrustworthy, unloving, and unfaithful. This is all based on several components of our brain's attachment response system and our inner beliefs that constantly tell us that we are not lovable, that no one could love us because we actually do not love ourselves and we constantly get upset at ourselves for our emotions that we feel. So we buffer and try to avoid our negative emotions because we don't wanna be needy. We don't wanna be too much, which perpetuates the negative thought loop and leaves us even more anxious. We see partner's actions like not responding to a text message right away or changing plans or canceling or doing something different as an alarm that something has gone terribly wrong and we have to hurry up and fix it or it's the end of the world. <laughs> and I say it jokingly, but that is literally how it feels inside of a body and brain of a person with preoccupied attachment. Those of us with preoccupied attachment may end up living our life around trying to prove we are worthy of love or trying to distract ourselves from our negative feelings, which interferes with our ability to express ourselves in an authentic way within our relationships or to pursue personal interests outside of our relationship because we are so consumed with the thoughts that we have to make them happy we have to make them feel good we have to do what they want to do because we have to earn our love sometimes it means staying in a relationship that isn't the right fit for us anyway but it's a way of keeping someone close to us even at the expense of our own interests sometimes even our own values, leaving us feeling empty with no experiences to feel good about. Because we have taken that person and made our entire life about them, so we have not taken the ways or the time to fill ourselves back up again. When we are constantly looking to others for approval, love, worthiness, and guidance on what to create in our life, It develops experiences and beliefs that we don't know what is best for us, that we cannot rely on ourselves. Do you feel like you are constantly thinking about and preoccupied with your love life or your partner or your relationship and the stress and overwhelm follow you everywhere you go, even to work, even out with friends, even when you're trying to create a hobby? You never quite get the feeling of peace that people talk about and I know we've only dreamed about this attachment style causes constant stress and anxiety we may even find ourselves using sex as a means of reassurance and a way to avoid re rejection in our attempts to be loved and accepted by a partner we tend to be less reserved 
and sometimes promiscuous. We often feel like our partners are in control in our sex lives. And we are often uncomfortable about talking to partners about our wants and needs in regards to sex. Because we are constantly trying to avoid anything that is uncomfortable and anything that could bring up discomfort in our partner because we are so worried about losing them. So we lose ourselves within the relationship. Hear me out. These are brain patterns. They are deeply paved neurological pathways. This is our nervous, our nervous system's response. So our attachment needs and struggle feel so strong because they are. But that doesn't mean we can't change it. What that does mean is that we have deep love work to do on ourselves. It means that we have to literally show ourselves compassion and love when we have to teach our brain that we do have the strategies to cope. We do have the ability to be there for ourselves and that we are our safe base and that our safe base is not outside of us, it is within us. We have to develop a relationship with our nervous response system so that when it wants to engage in those hyper, hyper activating strategies, we can talk back to it and say, yes, this is when you want to freak out. But instead we are going to sit here with the urge to protest, with our urge to engage in getting our nervous systems response met. We are going to just sit here with our feelings and with our fear of rejection. We are going to feel it and we are going to love ourselves through it. We are not going to engage in our hyperactivating strategies, i.e. call our partners a hundred times, send a billion text messages, or not respond to our partners reaching out to show them, right? We are going to pause, feel the cycle, and challenge the thoughts our brain is offering us. Could this just be when my nervous response system freaks out? What if nothing really has gone wrong? What if my brain is just doing what it does and giving me evidence for an old belief pattern that I no longer want to believe? Brain, calm down, we're okay. We no longer believe that old thought pattern. We are lovable. And this is just when you want to tell me that we aren't, but that's okay. We have to remember that when our nervous response system is activated, our brain is no longer a reliable source. It is no longer telling us the truth when our attachment system is activated. It is showing us old belief patterns, old evidence that we no longer are accepting because it is not serving us. We have to learn how our brain works and become aware of our thoughts and feelings that signal our hyperactivating strategies and learn to pause and feel all of our emotions. No more buffering, no more taking actions to quote, feel better because they never really work. The only thing that ever works to feel better is to learn to feel all of your emotions. The key to developing 
a more secure attachment style for somebody with preoccupied attachment is to learn to sit with fear is to learn to sit with fear of rejection is the learn to sit with the feeling of anything that brings you fear that your partner is not going to be there for you the more that we practice sitting with all of these really hard emotions the more we teach our brain that we do not have to freak out and that we have our own back no matter what so journal topics what if I told you right now that you are inherently worthy? You cannot action your way to being loved. Self-love and love from others is all an inner belief and it is created by our own thoughts that we have about ourselves and that we have about our partner. So what thoughts do you want to believe about you, about your lovability and about your worthiness? How are you worthy of love? How are you able to cope and show yourself that you are there for you? How can you start to develop a stronger self-love con concept? I know everything that I shared with you today is hard. It's hard work. I've been doing it and my nervous response system still gets activated. But I'm telling you that this work is worth it. The work that we have to do to develop that secure base within us is worth it. So go out there and do the hard stuff. Do the deep work. And come back for part three of Insecure Attachment Style. I'll see you guys then. And of course, if you guys have any questions... If you're struggling with this, email me. I love to hear from you guys. My email is amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com. I look forward to hearing from you all. And don't forget to like and share this podcast. Have a great day, you guys.